It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Cozy Jewelers. Step up to the fifth seat. It's color, cut, clarity, carrot, and cozy. There it is. I was waiting for it. Now we can bring him on. That's Elliot, uh, how are we doing today? Doing good. Spice I girls, like the right? Yes. Playing it uh, even when I'm not coming out of a, a commercial. So I, I, I appreciate that. We're going to get here to sing this one. We find a way. I used to try to holler. What's the scary spice? Scary. One, one of them's married to David Beckham. Who's that? The one that had the baby. Uh, Eddie ice Spice, maybe? Or? No, Elliot would know. Posh. If she, had, if she had DMs, I'd have definitely slid. Yeah, that, we, we all know that. All right, Elliot. <laughs> Julio Jones is an eagle. I was listening when you guys were, were talking about it yesterday when you were on Marks and Reese, and I, like you, thought that Marks maybe had been duped by a fake account. Because when I heard I was like, that can't be real. Like, they really signed Julio Jones. What do you make of the signing? And then, uh, and then tell us about your, uh, your impressions today hearing the him and them talk about it. Yeah, so I think that a need on this team, and we, we talked about it prior to uh, the game this past Sunday against the Jets, was a veteran receiver. They have had to call up Devin Allen to potentially play. They put Britton Covey out on the field for a few snaps. Quez Watkins is on IR. They have nobody at receiver besides A.J., Devontae, and uh, Zacchaeus. So they definitely needed a veteran receiver, and I think veterans are a key part of that. They needed somebody that is not an upside signing, someone that's played in big games, someone that you know has been in the NFL for a while and could step in if needed because of an injury. So I think that the need for the receiver was definitely there. The question is, is Julio the right signing? You know, have they evaluated this correctly? So Sirianni talked today and said that they watched the tape in Tampa, and they feel he still has a lot of juice left in his legs. Um, We just talked to Julio Jones at his locker, and I'll tell you this much, he is very confident. He was asked how much he has left, and he said, you know, you guys are all going to find out. We'll revisit this question. He said he's here to dominate. Uh, you know, he, he is very confident about what he can come and do here uh, in Philadelphia. So I think the need was definitely there. I think Julio checks a lot of boxes for sure on what you're looking for. But we're all going to find out how much he has left. Uh, and I think you'll find out this Sunday because I think he's going to play. So, so, so Elliot, is, is it safe to say that we'll probably see Julio Jones line up in that slot position? It's a good question. I mean, I do think that, you know, the Eagles have talked a lot about out of that slot position. They like uh, – there. They like, you know, Quez's ability to, to stretch the field or at least to take the attention with his speed um, from the defense. So that is not really Julio's game. Uh, maybe you'll see Devontae slide into the slot a little bit more. I think you, you will still see Alameda Zacchaeus get, get some snaps, but I, I just don't think Julio makes sense as a stretch the field option. So, you know, maybe, you, like you said, Devontae, then you put AJ and Julio on the outside. I think they'll find different roles, but I would say my biggest kind of difference in how I feel about this since yesterday is yesterday I thought maybe he was just going to be a backup. I, I, you know, Leaving the locker room today, I think Julio is going to play a large percentage of snaps. 
We're talking L.A. Shore Parks here about the Eagles. Julio Jones signed yesterday, and it sounds like he could play as early as Sunday here. All right, Elliot, the other side of the football has a lot of moving parts too, but it's not you know future Hall of Famers coming in here. Let's talk about the secondary because they're, they're pretty banged up. I mean, they're cutting guys that they're playing on Sunday, like Goodrich and Josiah Scott is back, and Blankenship's banged up. Uh, what's the latest on Slay, and what do you think about this secondary Sunday? Because it's, it's a pretty bad week to have uncertainty in the secondary with Miami coming in. Yeah, it's a terrible week. I mean, it's arguably the worst possible week you could have to have issues in the secondary. Miami is our number one in the NFL in plays over 40-plus yards in the passing game. They're number two in the NFL in plays of 20-plus yards to get rid of the ball quickly. I mean, it is it is a really tough week to have a banged-up secondary. And, you know, as far as Slay, the Eagles are having a walkthrough today, so we'll get a, an injury update uh, after that. Um, the uh, He was not in the locker room, so we didn't get an update from him there. So I'm not sure if Slay is going to play. I would think that he likely will, but we'll know a lot more about that in a little bit. As far as the Josiah Scott signing, I think they like him for two for a couple reasons. One, he's been here and he's played, so there's familiarity. Two, he can play the nickel and the safety spot. So when you're thin at both, you have the potential to move him around. And he's familiar with the defense to an extent because, you know, obviously it's a new defensive coordinator, but there's still a lot of the same principles. So I think they think he'll be able to play pretty much right away on Sunday, but there's no question. The secondary is very banged up at a very bad time. We're talking to Elliot here about the Eagles. They signed Julio Jones, Miami coming in Sunday. Elliot, let's go back to this past game against the Jets. The third and nine decision, where did you come down on that and, and the way they played it? Obviously, Jalen made, if it was a bad decision, worse by throwing an interception there. But did you think throwing the football and trying to seal the game there with a first down throwing was the right call? Or do you think they should have run the ball and if they had to punt, Zach Wilson would have had to gone, you know, 70, uh, maybe 60 yards or 50 yards to put them in position? Well, first of all, I love how everyone has all this trust in the special teams all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, yeah, they're, they're just going to pin them down at the 10. After the last, you know, year and a half, all I've heard is how terrible the special teams are. So I think that's important to take into account here when talking about the decision. But in terms of the running versus the throwing, I was fine with it. You pay Jalen Hurts $250 million. You pay A.J. Brown $100 million. Devontae is probably going to get $100 million this offseason. Goddard's one of the highest paid uh, tight ends in the league. You don't invest all this money into the passing game, and then when you really need it and you need them to make a play, shy away from it. So I understand the logic of handing it off there. You do burn more time on the clock, and the defense was playing well. But they could have won the game right there on that play. If they get it, the game is over, and I will take those chances with Jalen in the passing offense. And so, yes, it was a terrible outcome. It was probably the worst snap Jalen has had in an Eagles uniform. But I think the process and the idea behind the decision was the correct one. Hey, everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ellie, let me ask you this part about the game manager Sunday, and I haven't heard this brought up much. I think Sirianni kind of was vague, even though we all knew what he was saying after the game. Elliot, in, in retrospect, do you think they made the right decision to let the Jets score the touchdown? And let me just lay it back out so everyone kind of remembers what it was. The Jets got the ball back within the 10-yard line, so they couldn't get another first down, right? They had first and goal after the interception. with so like the eight-yard line. Eight-yard lines, right. So they couldn't get another first down. It was touchdown. It was first and goal. It was about 140-ish to go in the game. Eagles had two timeouts. If they don't let them score, and the Jets may score on their own, but let's say they don't, 
Eagles could have stopped the clock twice and gotten the ball back, let's say, 50 seconds, 55 seconds, needing a field goal versus what they did needing the touchdown. What, what do you think about that as we kind of replay it? So I thought that was a worse decision than, you know, for all the talk that's been about what you do on third down. Because um, I agree with you. I, I, you know, the defense was playing really well. The defense was stopping that offense. I, I'd rather have the ball in Zach Wilson's hand because I think if they run it on those first two downs and you stop them, they're probably throwing it on third down. Or let's say they run it again and you get in. I'd rather have three shots to stop them from scoring and, you know, lose about 40 seconds and two timeouts than I would just, you know, concede that touchdown. Then you have to go all the way the length of the field because the Jets' defense was winning the, the matchup versus Eagles' offense all day. The running game, the passing game, overall, they only had 14 points. So this idea was going to be so easy to drive down all of a sudden or that was your best chance. I disagree with it. So I thought that the better side of the ball, the defense, didn't get a chance to make a play. And the worst side of the ball on that day, the offense, was the one that they put, uh, had to go and do it. So I, I do think that it was the wrong decision. All right, Elliot, let's end with your thoughts on Sunday. You know, Initial thoughts, I know you've probably thought about it a couple times already. The game itself, I, I saw some of the graphics you put up with you know, weaknesses and strengths. What do you think about this one? The Eagles are favored in the game. It was two and a half. I think it saw it move it to two, it moved to two. But the game on Sunday against the Dolphins, one of the marquee games of the year, what do you think yeah. about this matchup? You know, it's, it's interesting. The Dolphins are kind of just the better version of the Eagles right now. They have the explosive offense the Eagles want. They have, you know, those explosive receivers. The quarterback's playing outstanding. Um, and then on the defensive side of the ball, they have an outstanding pass rush. They're right there with the Eagles in terms of pressures on the year of the quarterback. And they have a banged-up secondary. Davion Howard might not play. He's day-to-day. So I think on the field, the X's and O's of this game do not match up well for the Eagles. I think that they're going to have to absolutely get over 30 points to win this game. I'd be shocked if, if they won it without doing that. But I think that there are some intangibles here that, that benefit the Eagles. They haven't lost back-to-back games with Jalen, a quarterback, in almost two years. It is prime time. They've been very good in prime time. And we can all lie to ourselves and pretend it doesn't matter, but those Kelly Green jerseys are going to give us, them some extra juice and the crowd some extra juice. So I think it's going to be a close game. I haven't decided yet. I, if I had to pick right now, I'd probably pick the Dolphins. But I think the Eagles have a lot of intangibles on their side for this game. They certainly do. And, and uh, the city will get a night to watch the Eagles because the, the Phillies should finish this thing, Elliot, I think in four or five. I, I think by the time that game kicks off on Sunday, we have a National League championship team all, all ready for the World Series. Yeah, I, look, the, the, the Phillies are a fun team, obviously, and I, and I love the way they're viewed as, you know, just fun and all these things. Those, those guys are, are, are killers. Like, it, like, they take the souls out of teams, and I think there's almost no chance, in fact, no chance at all, this team this series comes back to Philadelphia. It wouldn't surprise me if they swept them. Uh, team's on a roll, and they know how to win, so I think it'll be over soon. I agree. Elliot, always appreciate hopping on. We'll be uh, listening to Go Birds, and we'll talk soon. Thank you. You're the mayor. Sounds good. Talk to you guys soon. There he goes. Elliot Shore Parks, who's leaning Miami in this game on Sunday, Eagles-Dolphins. It is a really big game. It's like it's one of the marquee games of the season already, and it, it feels like it's gone a little bit under the right here. But if Julio Jones is suiting up Sunday, that adds a little juice to this. I mean, the- yeah, because I want to see what who's going to do, man. Like, listen, I've seen games where Julio has been the whole offense, and to see him a part of an offense where he's going to have a role. He's not going to be the biggest piece, but he's going to be a piece of it. I can see Julio coming in and probably getting a touchdown. Ooh, yeah, I can see that. That, Big Julio. We throwing that in the parlor. I, I thought yeah, the same gonna, yeah, thing. Was, yeah, we could we could go ahead. You know, we being hot takey around these parts. You know what? I like that. We we'll probably get a good number on Julio Jones in his first game uh, and anytime touchdown. I'm in. All right, two one five five nine two. 
949. We'll finish up with all your phone calls coming up before Mark Sarisa. Two reaction to last night. Are you ready to say this series is over? And of course, your song suggestions for Hughes' album, all coming up on Sports Radio 94 WIP.